You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Group, where I plan produce and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale their growth. And of course, speaking of growth, that's what it's all about here at Mobile Presence because we get the inside track on almost a bi-weekly basis now from the UA experts and app marketing ninjas out there on how they move the needle on mobile growth. That is success that has earned them the title of Mobile Hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. Now, of course, we all know growth can be expensive, even if it's great growth, because if you scale your costs as well as your campaigns, then that's not really a win. And it's certainly not an option for startups who have to keep their budgets in check. You know, you have to be creative about how you acquire users and the channels that you use. And a popular one out there is influencer marketing. And there are a lot, a lot of startups, even ones who have been here on our show with us, you know, talking about influencer marketing, how they approach it, thinking that that's the way to do it because maybe performance marketing, the all out version is just a little bit too intense or, you know, little bit too difficult on a shoestring budget. But of course, it can still be confusing because it's a hard one to track and a hard one to scale. 
So here you go. That's exactly what our show is about today, because our guest is Michael Fu, and he has come up with an approach to exactly this. So a real first that we will be walking through today, and I'm excited to hear about it because it's going to be a little bit like school in the second half of the show. But the first half of the show, we're going to have a lot of fun as well. But first, a huge thank you to you today, Michael, for joining us, I think from Los Angeles, I believe, as well. Yes. Thank you so much for welcoming me. Great to have you here. Now, you are Growth Marketing Manager at GOAT. That's a cool company, and we'll get to into that because that's probably also a great fit with influencer marketing at the very start. But I want to hear more about you because you started, you're, you're a data-driven marketer, you're a mobile hero because you are accomplished in user acquisition and growth, but you started out as a sushi chef. So tell me about the, your life in sushi before you became what you are now. Yeah, um, lovely that you brought that up, my old stomping grounds. Um, yes, <laughs> so I am currently the director of growth at GOAT, um, but I started my, my years in sushi chefing. Um, during my early college years, I worked as a part-time sushi chef for a couple of years. You know, everyone has to make their ways through college. But mm -hmm. I think I took a lot away from that, that job. I learned to be very customer-facing. I learned to be more creative because as a sushi chef, you're really in front of the customers. And these customers that want to sit in front of you are those who want the best experience. So in a way, you get a different crowd. You get a different night too on a weekends you get the rowdier crowds who really want something spontaneous and really my job is to read what they want and to make them feel the 100 mm -hmm. successful and make them feel just guaranteed this is the best customer service and food you'll ever get um, so i applied that through my future careers um, i understand the customers through what they're looking for and i try to message things where these are things that they want and i learned a lot from sushi chef so what brought you then back over to marketing? I understand the, the roots of understanding the customer because that is, you know, that is the thread that goes through marketing. But um, what did you have in mind? Because, you know, marketing doesn't always bring you into growth marketing. There's many sort of, you know, shapes and forms and approaches to it. What was your inspiration? Well, I actually went to school for business with a focus mm -hmm. in marketing. So I always loved business. And marketing kind of gave me that challenge of being able to be creative, but methodical, tying it back to the ultimate goal of business. So I wanted to choose that route. And in college, all we learned was traditional brand advertising. There was one class that I took for digital advertising, which was basically how I got into digital marketing. But in school, I thought I wanted to be like one of those madmen. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the TV series Mad Men. It's Absolutely. Don Raper. It's yeah. It's just magical how they do things back then without any data. Um, I thought I wanted to be that person and slick my hair back and wear a nice suit. Um, all we did, in, yeah, all we did in college was have guest speakers come in from big brands and agencies. So they kind of taught us this world, and this is what I'm known to. But um, after going into my senior year, I needed to find an internship. So I found my first job as a web marketing analyst, and that's exactly how I got into digital marketing. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, but also digital marketing, um, you're more than focused on the data. I mean, when I read the blog post that is out right now this, this, uh, this week about, you know, the approach to influencer marketing, um, you know, it's a, it's a model. It is amazing, I have to say myself. So it's not just about digital marketing. It's data-driven marketing. What kind of skill set do you need to be so much 
so focused on it that you really love getting you know down deep into the weeds. Yeah, it's it's been difficult to go from traditional marketing to say data driven marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, to really succeed as a data driven marketer, of course, the key word is data. Um, you should be able to access data and pivot the data in Excel. And I think SQL is probably the most important skills to have right now. And the model that uh-huh. I built was entirely through SQL and pulling raw data and then just pivoting that data in Excel. Um, so going backwards, it just it just requires a lot of data-driven knowledge. Um, but at its core, you should have marketers' uh, skill set at your core. You should be able to understand your consumers and know when things aren't what the data seems and just mm-hmm. use your gut instincts to really decide what your strategy should be and use data as a tool on top of that. That's what I'm hearing here. You know, instincts, that's what you had when you were, you know, doing your 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 other job as a sushi chef and and also in data marketing. It's about thinking about the consumer, instincts, understanding, maybe some curiosity in there as well. I'm wondering how you keep it all fresh. I mean, you know, there is a time where if you let the data lead you, it can also lead you down a different road. You know, you have to interrogate the data. You have to be consistently curious and, you know, not take sort of the answer as the answer. What do you do to do that? Yeah, so what I've learned from speaking with a lot of different marketers is that using data to drive your decision is mostly to validate it um, for the Mm -hmm. most part. Um, There's a small percentage of time where you use data to actually discover new things. Um, So when I say gut instincts, I mean, if you really know your business and you really know your customers, you should know that your strategies are working for your data is to validate that. Um, so when we do A-B testing, for example, we're hypothesizing. Generally, our hypothesis is correct, but oftentimes we find that the B experiment produced something better, and that's more discovery. So in the end, you should always use data as a way to validate, but at some times you may discover some key insights. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got a very interesting company that you work for because if that isn't, you know, emotion and passion at its, uh, you know, at its at its best in this sort of raw emotion, I don't know what is. Tell me about about Goat for some of the listeners who don't know about it. Yeah, Goat is a super passionate company, and we have a super passionate following. So Goat is the largest marketplace for buying and selling sneakers. It was mm-hmm. founded in mid two thousand fifteen. Um, we invented the model for sneakers of ship to verify. So in the sneaker industry, the average order value of these sneakers can be about $300. So when you have a passionate community and such a high average order volume, you want to make sure that you're getting high quality products and most importantly, that they're real. Um, so the reason why this company was built is because our co-founder loved the pair of Air Jordan 5s it was his favorite childhood memory shoe, and he wanted to buy it on eBay. But when he bought it, more often than not, you're going to get a fake. And that's exactly what he got. So ah. he decided to, yeah, so he decided to build a company where we would ship um, from sellers to our headquarters. And we have specialists who authenticate them. And then we ship it right out to the buyers so that you have a 100% guarantee authenticity. So it's also, you know, a tribe that knows their stuff as well. So I could imagine, you know, in in acquiring and engaging this audience, it's again, you know, it it, it can smell it <laughs> if it's a fake, right? It's funny you say smell because that's actually one of the key ingredients to detecting a fake. So I mean I oh, like to coin okay. yeah. 
I like to coin our sneaker specialists as sneaker sommeliers. <laughs> and I, I would imagine that uh, you know a lot of that goes into the goes into the marketing. There's a lot of um, you know having to be very authentic, uh, not just data driven in the in the results, but authentic in the message. Am I correct? Absolutely. It's one of our core values. So I would imagine um, we're, we're going to have to come up to break right now, Michael, but uh, you know, I'd like to hear more about those uh, campaigns, uh, maybe some of the uh, accomplishments that make you most excited. And of course, uh, the, the influencer marketing uh, fit with GOAT as well. So we're going to get there. We have to get a break right now. But listeners, as I said, don't go away because we'll be right back with more about influencer marketing and above all, how you can track the results. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Michael Fu. He is Growth Marketing Manager at GOAT. Michael, right before the break, we were talking about, you know, your focus, your passion about data, uh, focus and passion of your audience at GOAT because they want the real deal. How does that focus in growth marketing get you to influencer marketing? Is it just an idea that you said, you know, this is what's going to speak to my audience and this is what I have to do in addition to all the performance marketing? So influencer marketing, I think, as an industry for growth marketers, um, mm-hmm. it's relatively new. Um, I don't think the concept is new. We've done sponsorships in traditional marketing, but the idea of influencer marketing comes from the big social media wave where all these people are just having millions of following. And a lot of younger 
crowds like to follow them. So for us growth marketers, um, when we have channels like Facebook and Snapchat, it can get increasingly expensive to continue to scale. And we're always looking for that new um, needle in the haystack where it's gonna give us the best returns. So influencer right. marketing is one of those. So for GOAT, um, it was the perfect avenue. It was, it was a match made in heaven. We have young demographics who love sneakers and we have influencers who can easily reach these audiences. So for our company, we have a social media manager and also our VP of marketing who creates these strategies and finds the right influencers to work with. And then my job is to come in and analyze how are they moving the needle? What's really working? And how do we best strategize what to do next? Mm -hmm. Before we get to that model, I'm just curious, is there any sort of rule of thumb? I mean, how long do you let a campaign go before you start moving levers up or down? Because, you know, influencer marketing, you know, its nature is it's not going to like boom happen overnight, but it is going to build up to an amazing groundswell if you do it right. So what, what, what level of like patience do you have to bring to say, oh, you know, I've got to wait a little longer to see what's happening or do you or is it strict by the book? No. So surprisingly, influencer marketing is very immediate effects. Oh, when okay. I was at my, yeah. So when I was at my past company, it was um, it was actually in beauty and makeup, um, you know, my, my mm -hmm. expertise, of course. But we were working with big beauty bloggers, and this is where I first came up with the idea of an attribution model for influencers because we couldn't really measure it. We only saw the spike and increase of, say, installs. So mm -hmm. when I say immediate effect, that's what I mean. When a 4 million subscriber influencer posts something on YouTube or Instagram, on that day, you can see an immediate lift in your installs. So it's highly correlated that there's an effect that this influencer is bringing into your bottom line. So tell me about that before we get to the how to track it. I mean, is this one of those accomplishments where, um, you know, you're, I wouldn't say the most proud, but maybe it's, you know, it's something that you say to yourself, yeah, you know, I, I moved the needle on influencer marketing. I figured this out and I scaled it. Yeah, I mean, I can't take all the credit. My social media okay. manager is definitely the one who's moving the needle, but I'm mm -hmm. definitely helping him understand the data behind it and driving insights for him to do it better and scale it more efficiently. So, so when it comes to that, um, he's the one coming up with multiple campaigns, which are the influencers. And I'm the one helping him come up with the strategy behind it, where it's related to cost and results. And that's actually, you know, like a great uh, duo there because, you know, one is to figure out, okay, according to all of the data I have out there, this is the influential influencer, but it's another to say, okay, was it worth it? Um, was it real? Um, did it matter? So it's a good way to pair that together, you know, social media manager and yourself. So tell me a little bit about your model. I mean, it's very intense what you put together, which is why I'm just saying to the listeners, you know, go see the blog and I'll give you the link to that later on in the show. But, um, quite a model. What do you consider or what is it that marketers listening in should consider when they're approaching this? I mean, there are some top level KPIs to look at, and there's also a way to shape this and put it in a certain framework that it makes sense. So take me, take me through it from the top, Michael. Yeah. So my model is, um, I mean, I'll, I'll put a disclaimer out that everyone's results will vary. Mm -hmm. um, my model is just based on the results I've seen in my experience, and they've been very consistent. Like, I haven't had one influencer who are just major duds. I've had them produce something, 
So I think for everyone listening out there, your influencer marketing should be working. If it isn't, then something's wrong. Um, so in terms of how to measure it, the model I built was based on the theory of lift analysis. I think a lot of marketers kind of know this from offline marketing where you can't directly track it with tracking links, but you can see a lift during the time, say, it aired, um, similar to like TV attribution. So that's the theory behind influencer marketing and mm-hmm. attribution. Makes perfect sense because in a way that's that's it precisely. Like TV, you know that the commercial was delivered, you know the messaging was delivered, but you're not quite certain, you know, who saw it, who didn't, what happened, but you do see an uplift, you do see an impact. D- describe that uplift for me because I you know, for the listeners it might sound a little a little vague. Lift lift off lift, <laughs> uplift in what and and over which period of time? Sure. Um I think us mobile marketers, we're pretty spoiled with tracking. <laughs> we can track everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing where we come from. But I think also that's the problem. Like we kind of, when we're faced with a problem where we can't really track it, we kind of have to take a step back. Like, wait, how was this done before digital marketing? So if you think back in the Mad Men days, um, I could thank them for, I guess, getting this concept. Lift analysis is uh, simply looking at the days around a flight date. So an influencer posting, say, an Instagram post would be considered a flight date. And um, you can literally see a lift in, say, your um, baseline is what I call it. Mm -hmm. So you have to measure your organic median baseline. So you have to know, like, what are you expected to get in organic installs or web traffic? Um, and then what is the incremental lift the same day that the influencer posted? Um, if there's an immediate effect, which there should be, you'll see that there's a difference between the new um, daily installs and then the original daily installs, which you're expected to get. And then that difference is technically what you're attributing to your influencer. Mm-hmm. Is there a rule of thumb on on that that lift, what that needs to be? Do you decide that internally? Because, you know, some some lift is you know, great and other lift is amazing. And you always want to try and keep the, 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 the influencers that are really moving the needle as opposed to others, I would imagine. Um, is there a cutoff point? Yeah, so without being too complicated with my model, um, okay. it's actually part of a multi-touch attribution model because... Um, to answer that question, you ideally want to have clean um, marketing efforts around that influencer post. Um, that way you can truly say, well, if there was, say, 5,000 organic installs is your expected daily baseline, and then that influencer brought in, say, 10,000 for that day and nothing else was going on, it's kind of safe to say that 5,000 with incrementality brought in by the influencer, and they deserve that amount. But if you have multiple things going on, it's hard to say whether this drove it or that drove it. So that's part of a multi-touch attribution. So for people who are getting started with influencer marketing and just really want to know if it's working for them or not, my best advice is to keep the data clean and to have just one thing going on when you're doing your influencer marketing. That way you can really see whether there's a lift or not. That's a great point. I mean, it sounds so obvious, but that's true because then if you don't have all these other multiple campaigns and things going on, you know, you won't muddy the data. You'll see this is, you know, there is a cause, there is an effect, there is a lift. It's very clear. Is this something that you would recommend marketers do at a certain 
stage in the funnel? I mean, is this about acquisition or is this about, you know, deep, deeper engagement, um, you know, finding engaged users, uh, uh, you know, moving towards retention as a goal? I'm just curious where it fits in or maybe it fits in all of the above for you. Oh, definitely. It's all of the above. Um, I mean, when you think about it, this influencer marketing, it's not as targeted as, as direct response where you can target people who have never installed your app and who are really interested in, say, sneakers. Um, this one is more of like sponsorship, TV marketing, where kind of hitting the crowd. They could be a current customer. They could be a brand new prospect. Um, the goal is that you're hitting them all um, and you can't quite control whether they're existing or not, but you will actually see a lift in all three of those. So acquisition, awareness, and retention. Excellent. Well, we have to go to break one last time, Michael. So uh, listeners, don't go away. We'll be back with more on growth marketing and what you can do to grow your results. So stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, and we have today Michael Fu. He is Growth Marketing Manager at GOAT. Michael, you've been so good. I mean, sharing is caring, as they say out there, right? You've shared a lot about influencer marketing. I'd like to just, you know, just pull back a moment and talk with you as a growth marketing manager, an expert, you know, a mobile hero is chosen by Liftoff, you know, your stuff. And also Goat is that type of a company where you're, you're, you know, you're on cutting edge. This is, this is cult. This is cool. This is not a place where you can rest on your laurels and just sort of apply digital marketing as we know it. So just curious, what is like your reason now for getting up in the morning? What are you excited about next? 
Well, as I mentioned, I studied marketing in college. So all we knew about was branding and advertising. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've gotten so many tech skills that I never thought I would. Like I thought I never thought I'd learn SQL and coding and all this to apply for marketing. So what really gets me up in the morning is to understand what's the latest and greatest that we can apply towards marketing. Um, marketing is very cutting edge right now. It's it's mobile. It's it's crazy. You could target people down to the user level and get results immediately and make changes on the fly. So for me, it's understanding what ticks, using data to drive your decisions, and just learning new technologies to really improve your marketing stack and your overall business goals. So tell me a little bit about that stack. And also, you know, we're talking about targeting, but then, you know, retargeting is also very exciting because then it's not just acquiring, it's driving those deeper activations. It's what's what really marketing is about. Yeah, so it's actually fun because, um, so we recently acquired Flight Club, which is a brick and mortar store. They also have a website, mm-hmm. but they're known for their brick and mortar store. Um, huge brand presence with the sneaker community. Everyone knows about it who understands sneakers. And we recently acquired them, which is a big milestone for us. But that poses huge challenges for marketing because now we have to think about how do we bridge the offline world and the online world. Um, So what I'm trying to build is literally a customer journey. I want to know what's making people come to, say, Flight Club or Goat, and then what's making them engage and eventually convert. And that takes a lot of that multi-touch attribution modeling. And influencer marketing is just one piece of the puzzle. Um, My goal at the end of the year is to hopefully build out a more robust attribution model and understand is email driving them to convert? Is social media what's making them come back when they're inactive for, say, 30 days? Um, what are these levers that I can use to overall control and improve our strategy? I'm really excited about that. I'm hearing this here and I'm saying, yeah, because uh, it wasn't uh, so long ago that we were talking about how mobile, you know, I've been in the industry a while. So it was like, oh, it's a big deal. Mobile is the connective tissue in our worlds. It really blends the digital and physical realms. And we were all into that. But, you know, to actually talk about it is one thing and get excited at conferences. You're actually going to tackle that. Um, I'm going to have to have you back, Michael, for that one. But could you just give me some ideas on how you're approaching that? Because that is like the holy grail, isn't it? I mean, um, it's it's. I mean, how do you do it? Do you you say to yourself, okay, I have to think about uh, footfall in the shops. That's uh, physical, digital. I'm going to put together, you know, I'm going to fine tune my attribution to somehow figure this out because you're driving real life interaction action through digital marketing. Yeah, it's extremely difficult and never 100% accurate. And um, a lot of people will say that you're probably just wasting your time trying to tackle it because... Some companies have, like, not millions, but many engineers and data analysts working on these type of things. And my goal isn't to get it 100% accurate, nor even close to it. It's just to shed some light into something that allows us to either validate our ideas or get better insights into what we could do. So what I mean by that is, with web, it was easy to do attribution modeling because of Google Analytics, but that was one platform. And then now we have apps and mobile web. Now we have to think about how do we tie the user back to one ID across different devices. And then now I talked about Flight Club, which is a brick and mortar store. It's like, how do we get people um, at the user level from an offline channel, like a Flight Club store, and then get them back online in the app or across Go? 
Um, so all of that starts with how do we get users to be loyal to our brand and how do we get them to sign up for an account or an email. Um, so for example, Flight Club, yes, we can have um, step counters where we count how many people go in and out of the store. But more importantly, how do we do in-store promotions to tie back to digital? So what mm -hmm. I mean by that is how do we do promotions where we're um, allowing you to get closer to the brand by signing up for an email or signing up for a loyalty card. And the more you shop, the more points you earn and the more merchandise you could get. Things like this are, are really important to get user level data, but also it just helps the community out. They want this, they wanna be loyal to the brand. Um, and we just get to learn more about what makes them tick so that we could serve them better messages. That's going to be fascinating, Michael. As I said, I'm going to keep my word. I'm going to have you back here because I know by looking at what you've done already and what you've shared that this is going to be an interesting journey. You're going to share some of your steps, I would hope, um, because no one's cracked it. Everyone's excited about it. But in the meantime, how can people stay in touch with you, stay up to date with you? Um, obviously, your first blog is amazing. Maybe there's more to come. Hopefully. Hopefully, I keep cracking the code and don't share too many secrets, but enough to get marketers started with something. Uh, you can definitely reach me on my LinkedIn profile. It's just LinkedIn slash in slash Mike Fu. Um, okay. And yeah, um, I'm also part of GOAT, so I'll be there. Anywhere you can find me else, um, reach me there. Absolutely. Well, that's great, Michael. Thanks again for taking the time and for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Peggy. And that, my friends, is a wrap. And the next week's will be jam-packed, of course, with more mobile heroes, more interesting companies. So stay tuned. And, of course, if you want to read up on Michael and, of course, make a coffee, sit down. This is not a light read, but it's very, very worthwhile, I have to say. Or any of the mobile heroes in the series, check out their dedicated page over at heroes.liftoff.com. Io. And as I said, check out Michael's blog. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, at mobilegroove.com. And that's a wrap of yet another episode of Mobile Presence. So be sure to check out this and earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm. And you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember... Every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.